Two weeks into the season, is your fantasy team scuffling? There may be a prospect that can help. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated. Thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And thank you to our friends at Blue Nile. Today's episode is brought to you by them. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. Locked on sports listeners get $50 off of $500. Use code Locked On at checkout. We're talking about getting something nice. I thought I was getting myself something nice in my fantasy baseball draft when I drafted Bobby Witt Jr., uh, and he struggled a bit to start this season, to put it politely. Uh, I think he'll be fine. His StatCast page has enough red on it. Uh, it's just something where it needs to normalize. And now that we've gotten about 50 or so at-bats into the season, teams are starting to make adjustments based on uh, who's playing well, who's not playing well. So let's go over, in a redraft format, some of the guys that you may see getting called up sooner rather than later. So you should keep an eye on them as of now. Uh, The first one, Miami Marlins pitcher Max Meyer. Uh, It's the most alliterative name for the most alliterative team. It's amazing. But the thing about Max Meyer, so first round pick out of 2020. And the reason I have him on this list is the Marlins are notoriously aggressive with their pitchers. Took him in 2020. He was at the, uh, the alternate site. Started him off in double A last year. He spends 20 games in double A. They, they send him up for the final two games of the year to triple A. Back in triple A right now. But again, this Marlins team, very aggressive. I think that he's somebody where sooner rather than later, they will bring him up to the big leagues and let him learn at that level. Uh, good at strikeouts. Last year in his triple A cameo, struck out 15 guys per nine innings. This year, he's sitting about 12 and a half or so but absolutely somebody who you want to have on your radar when it's close to time for him to call up. Put him on your watch list now. Another guy that I'm thinking about, same thing, Rowanzi Contreras. He technically has gotten called up this year. He pitched in three games this year, actually got a win, only pitched about seven and two-thirds innings, but the Pirates sit him back down because they want him to stretch out to start. So somebody you absolutely will see back up sooner rather than later. Uh, He was acquired, if you'll remember, um, last winter from the Yankees in the trade for Jamison Talion. Um, Had great strikeout rate, has continued that. So just his major league appearances this year, the seven and two-thirds innings, 11.7 strikeouts per nine. Uh, And you go back to his time at AAA last year, uh, 13.5 strikeouts per nine. So a guy that they, they... They obviously trust to throw the ball. They trust what he's doing, whether it's the fastball, whether it's the curveball, whether it's the slider. They trust his weapons. They trust his athleticism, um, the spin rates. A guy who's who's going to get called up sooner rather than later. You're probably not going to get a ton of wins out of him, but I think he's going to be helpful for your ratios. uh, And more specifically, he's going to get you strikeouts. He's going to be a guy, just about every level he's been, he's had significantly more strikeouts than innings ever since he came over. So, a guy to be mindful of. 
throw, I'm going to throw you one more pitcher. And it's an Orioles pitcher, but not the one you're thinking. I know who you're thinking. I mean, we all know you're thinking Grayson Rodriguez. Give me Grayson Rodriguez. I think the next pitcher to get called up by the Orioles is actually going to be Kyle Bradish. And the reason for that is Kyle Bradish, and it, you remember 2018 fourth rounder was acquired in 2019 as part of the Dylan Bundy deal. But I think it's something where he's already spent just about a full year at AAA. And he's on the 40-man roster. So they don't have to make a roster move to bring him up. And if they bring in Kyle Bradish, just looking at what he's done, only 15 innings. We've talked about this all week now. We're at small sample sizes right now. Only 15 innings in AAA this year. No home runs, 17 strikeouts to three walks. Been very efficient with the ball, 1.2 ERA. You go back and you look at last year at Norfolk, uh, 105 strikeouts to 39 walks. And he got better and better as the year progressed. So somebody who I think they, they believe in his fastball, they believe in his slider, they've seen enough from his curveball where they feel comfortable if they bring, in him, bring him up. He's got those unique mechanics, things like that. It's not going to be that easy for pitchers to, for hitters to pick him up. They're going to use him. He's probably going to end up being a, being a three or a four, but I think he'll get you strikeouts. That fastball can kind of explode. Uh, especially against righties, that slider is going to be really a, an effective weapon. So somebody you'll see sooner rather than later. And then hitters. I've talked about him quite a bit. He'll come up in tomorrow's Farm Friday, but shortstop O'Neill Cruz. Kevin Newman, I believe it was Wednesday or Tuesday, uh, was injured. The, short, the, the, the uh, current shortstop for the Pirates, there is literally nothing stopping them from calling O'Neill Cruz up. By the time you listen to this, he may already be up. He's a guy, he made, I think it was two games in 2021 at the big league level, had nine at-bats, and in that hit one of the highest exit VLOs of the StatCast era, in, I think in Pirates history. So tons of power, double plus raw power, probably the best power hitter and one of the best athletes in this entire system. Um, I mean, we all know him, 6'7", massive guy, but again, Tons of power, great speed. We don't necessarily care about his defense. Uh, he can play short. They've tried him some in the outfield. So you'll get multi-positional eligibility at some point in time because I'm confident they'll do that same system. If he comes up and he hits, then when Newman's back, they may move him to the outfield. You'll get multi-position eligibility. But yeah, 118.2 mile an hour exit below his first game in the big leagues last year. So a guy who he's gonna he's gonna have a he's gonna be a thirty homer type of guy. Now you have to be mindful he doesn't walk a ton. So on base percentage not going to be as great as you would like. Batting average he's got some swing and miss in his game. So be mindful of those things. But he can put up home runs. He can put up a bunch of them, and he'll eventually he'll give you multi positional eligibility from the shortstop spot. Uh, if you look in Boston, Bobby Dahlbeck has not looked great at first. I think it's only a matter of time until you see Tristan Cassis, 2018 first rounder. Uh, he spent m probably the last third of the season last year at AAA after being in AA Portland. But just absolutely, you know, hit, he hit 14 home runs and just over 80 games last year. 
Uh, I think that power is going to go up even more. Stole seven bases. And looking at at just this year, he spent 17 games in Worcester. Worcester. That's how you say it, right? Worcester. 17 games in Worcester. Already has four home runs. So the power has come. 6'5", 245, big guy. Uh, can, you know, in the minors, career 260 hitter. Uh, batting average, I'm sorry, on base around 370. So a guy that that is not going to drag down your on-base significantly if you're if you're in an on-base league. Uh, 129 walks, 207 strikeouts in his minor league career. So does walk, still swing and miss in his game. There's not going to be anybody right now that you're not going to see that from, but tons of power on, and the absolute ability to contribute at a high level because he'll be hitting in the middle of that lineup. And then a guy, and I'm not sure when you're going to see him because the guys there in St. Louis are actually playing pretty decent in the middle infield, but Nolan Gorman, 2018 first rounder. I think he was like the 19th overall pick. Another one of those guys who spent plenty of time at the level he's in. Uh, he's at he's at AAA. He spent 76 games there last year. Batted 274, 14 home runs, 320 on base. Um, stole Only stole three bags. Looking at this year, again, extremely small sample size. 16 games, already has eight home runs. A guy that is hot right now. Uh, I think they're going to call him up. Um, very like, like I said, very aggressive hitter. So he doesn't walk a ton, but he's going to make contact enough where you're going to get a chance to use that power. Uh, absolutely, a guy that you want to have uh, in your pocket should you need him. And in just a second, I want to cover some of the dynasty guys, some of the prospects in dynasty that you need to be paying attention to. Uh, but first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Blue Nile. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. So if you're looking for fine jewelry but you're having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every single bu- uh, budget. So mark your Mother's Day with something enduring Classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelet, a birthstone pendant, or so much more at BlueNow.com. So, so this Mother's Day, give mom something she'll trust her forever with fine jewelry from BlueNow.com. Locked on sports listeners, get $50 off of 500 This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code LOCKEDON. It's code LOCKEDON. And every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece at BlueNile.com today. So looking at some of these dynasty guys that you need to be paying attention to um, if you are in a dynasty league. The, the first one that I've got here that I'm, that I'm very excited about is uh, Cesar Prieto, shortstop for the Orioles. So signed in January of this year, um, 22 years old, out of Cuba. I think he's a little more advanced than your typical international signee is. Uh, probably going to be outside. Like This is for a dynasty that has a top 150. Uh, probably going to be outside of that. Uh, he's already got six home runs this year. Um, looks he, He's in high A right now. Looks very advanced for that level. So somebody who I expect, I expect them to move him um, pretty quick. He's an aggressive hitter. So in some more of those same concerns about uh, not walking as much. 
but I'm I absolutely want to buy that because we haven't seen this power. Some of the reports are he's added muscle since he left Cuba. So I love this. I want more. Uh, I need to have him. I need to have shares of him everywhere that I possibly can. Uh, another guy, you know, newer on the scene, but I but I want to have him um, on my radar is Joshua Mears, outfielder for the Padres. So uh, probably in that conversation, top 10, top 15 for best raw power in the entire minors. Uh, double plus raw power. Uh, he's hitting somewhere around 275 right now. Seven home runs. Um, max exit velo has already been established at like 115 this year. So tons of juice. Obviously, in like in, in Dynasty, power, uh, power guys are always a gamble because so many of them have swing and miss. And I think that Joshua Mears is a guy that, yes, has a bunch of swing and miss, but also has so, so much more power than your typical power-oriented prospect that you have to pay attention to him. You have to think about him. Uh, some more guys that maybe a little bit deeper of a, um, of a cut here, but Adel Amador, sh- uh, shortstop for the Rockies. Um, debuted in the Arizona Complex League. Last year looked really good, but is now in full season ball. Um, has, has contact, has a good approach, can do quality power. There are folks, there are scouts, there are prospect apparatus that think he is going to end up in the top 100 before the season is over. Uh, a teenage switch hitter who's got power and production from both sides. It's not something you see every day. So if you are in a deeper prospect league, Adel Amador, shortstop for the Rockies, is a guy you need to go get. Uh, someone, famous name, different player, Max Muncy, the shortstop for the A's. Uh, he was considered a, a little more raw than a lot of the 2021 prep shortstops were. But if you're in one of those dynasty leagues that has like a top 250, um, stuff like that, he's going to be available probably. Uh, good start to his fall, you know, to the, the full season ball. I think he's got three home runs, over a 17% walk rate. So a little bit less swing and miss, a little less raw at the plate than we thought he was. And that's why he's probably going to be available. But if he's available in your league, you definitely need to go ahead and get him. And then uh, true, true youngster, Marco Raya, the right-hand pitcher for the Twins. So he two professional starts in his career, uh, but three above average pitchers. Uh, didn't pitch at all last year. So he's kind of like, he was in the 2020 draft. A lot of questions there in 2022. 14 strikeouts to one walk. Obviously, pitching prospects, you get a ton of risk, but um, he feels different. And I can't really explain. If you're in a league that values pitching heavily, and you know your league better than anybody else does, uh, go out, go find Marco Raya and pick him up. And then while we're in this conversation, another guy. Um, 2020 draft cycle that we don't have as much on because there was no season 2020. Austin Hendrick, the outfielder for the Reds. So uh, he's hitting like 325, 450, 570. Uh, 40% of his home run total from last year already. Last year was disappointing. Was considered to be a down year for him. But um, 
the power's up. He's been more aggressive at pitches that are actually hittable. Um, if your league, you know, is moderately deep, he's probably still available. He still has a significant hole in his swing where he strikes out against left-handed pitching. Has to work that out. But he's somebody I'd make a smaller bid, but a bid on Austin Hendrick. Um, if if he can't figure out the the weakness of the lefties, you dump him and move on. But I think he's a guy that could contribute to your team. And then Jackson Merrill, shortstop for the Padres. So another 2021 prep guy. And he was projected to be a big power guy. And we haven't really seen a ton of that power yet. Uh, And so I think he's probably going to be available in your deeper leagues. Uh, for me, one of the big issues, like the, the raw power is there. 6'3", 195. He's a good size kid. He hasn't faced, like being from Maryland, he hasn't faced a lot of high level competition. Hasn't seen a ton of velo, but he's made good contact since he got into professional baseball. You are counting on the power projection here. Well, probably why he's available. But I think you go ahead and buy now. Um, he is putting, he is making tons of contact. He's got to work on his approach some. A lot of those balls are ground balls. He needs to get them up in the air. We've seen with the changed baseball, um, fly balls aren't working. Line drives are what carry out of the park. I think he has the good blend of contact and power to do that. And in just a minute, I want to get into some really deep prospects. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info, and you can get all the latest sports developments. Uh, NBA playoffs, obviously baseball. I think hockey's still going on. Uh, UFC, things like that. So, BetOnline's your continued source for all your sports wagering information. It's li- whether it's live betting, uh, betting on playoff games, esports, and more. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Because BetOnline is where the game starts. And then, all right, some some pretty pretty deep prospects you should have available. Uh, in a lot of your, a lot, a lot of your leagues right now. So Adrian Chavez, pitcher for the Astros, fifteenth rounder last year. This is how deep we're going in your dynasty. Fifteenth rounder last year. He's in High A. Uh, he's pitched in. I think he's pitched about three games. So nine total innings, ten strikeouts, um, averaging less than a walk per nine innings. Um. Opponents batted an average of like 150. So well below average walk rate. Um, actually threw six perfect innings last week. Had nine strikeouts in there. Fastballs, mid to upper 90s. Uh, spins well. He's got a slider in low 80s. He kind of, with just those two, kind of profiles as a reliever. Uh, they did, like I said, they did start him last week, his first pro start, and he went six perfect. If he can figure out a third pitch and you need to figure out a third pitch. High A is the place to do it. If he can figure out a third pitch, I can see him uh, being a starter. But uh, but if not, being the bullpen, one of those guys that'll give you long outings. I like those guys at the major league level where they'll end up at the end of the week. They'll end up having thrown seven innings. They'll probably pick up a win somewhere in bulk. Uh, plus maybe getting you a hold in a moderate leverage situation in the seventh or something. So, but either way. Very good strikeout to walk ratio. Somebody who's not going to tank your ratios uh, and, and, and definitely a guy that you need to have. Uh, Moises Gomez, outfielder for the St. Louis Cardinals. 
So he actually was cut loose by the Rays. And it's very rare, it feels like, for Tampa Bay to give up on a guy. But the Rays cut him. He spent seven years there. And I think he just he's one of those classic like change of scenery guys. He just needed to go somewhere else. So in double A, uh, 12 games, he's batting like 455. Nine home runs, 18 RBI. Still strikes out 23% of the time. But his last six games, he's like 12 for 23, three homer, seven RBIs. Um, obviously, plenty of power. He's a below average fielder. I think if he, when he does make it up, he's going to be like a DH or something like that. Uh, maybe a left fielder. But either way, uh, absolutely somebody who can, who, who can hit. The change of scenery is doing him well. And a guy who I think will be able to, to help you depth-wise on your fantasy teams. Uh, Riley Martin, the reliever for the Cubs. So single A guy again here. Um, 2021 sixth rounder. Uh, his last three outings, he's covered 12 innings. He struck out 25 batters, two hits, no runs, three walks. So a guy that, again, going to help with ratios. Incredibly low risk pick. Sixth round pick, got a $1,000 signing bonus. Because he came from Division Two, He was done. He had nowhere else to go. But he's got a... He's got a fastball he can hit mid-90s with. He's got a plus curveball. Um, again, still needs to kind of, a guy who needs to find a tertiary option, but still somebody who, with just those two weapons, uh, you know, a 24-year-old with a mid-90s fastball, they can put a little more speed on it, and a plus curveball, that's still a guy out of the pen who's going to be useful for you for a while. Um, we keep talking about, I just feel like, I feel like everybody that I have, um, is a pitcher, but Carson Williams, the shortstop for the Rays. Um, so used to be when he was like before he was drafted, when he was a high schooler, he he also pitched. Now he's exclusively a hitter. He's hitting like 380, 420, 700s a slash line, seven extra base hits. Um, has swing and miss, but has a good combination of power and contact ability. Um, even if he has to move off a shortstop, I definitely see him as a guy who can absolutely move uh, to right, yeah, I'm sorry, to, to third base and be a guy who, who can definitely help you long-term. You want to stay tuned? Tomorrow we have our Farm Friday with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, excited to talk about this system and we just talked about him, but O'Neill Cruz, how he needs to be in Pittsburgh. Maybe by the time I record that episode, he'll actually be in Pittsburgh. And then if you have questions for the show, we do mailbags every Monday. I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show is on Twitter at Locked On Farm. Or you can email us, LockedOnMLBProspects at gmail.com. Until then, this has been Locked On MLB Prospects. Uh-huh.